Hi supporters, welcome to A New Way of Supporting, a podcast for supporters by supporters, the Student Wellness Edition. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Veronica, and we're your student learning coordinators. We usually work out of the Academic Skills Center, but we're working remotely with whatever technology we have, so please forgive the sound quality and any potential interruptions. wellness is likely to be among your top concerns as they transition into Laker life. Lindsay, what uh, can you say about this? I want you to know it's totally normal to worry about how your student will adjust to life as a Laker. I've met a lot of supporters over the years and this is the the number uh, number one topic. Uh, We'll be addressing these common concerns and how you can support your student's success in a proactive way. Uh, In the second half of the episode, we'll be joined by Dr. Casey Phillips. He's the Assistant Vice President of Students and the Big Boss at Student Development Services at the University, uh, and he'll be discussing the university's role in supporting learners as well. So sit tight and uh, join us for the ride. (laughs) Oh my goodness, absolutely. It's super common for uh, students to make schedule changes or course changes, even complete program changes. Um, In fact, schedule changes, they're built into the academic calendar. We know that that's likely to happen. Um, So keep in mind that changing courses or programs, it doesn't have to be seen as a setback. It really is your student discovering through learning what they're really interested in and and where they want to go um, with their education and with their futures. My, in in my experience, I actually first started university in the phys ed department. (laughs) Then I switched to social work, believe it or not. My first bachelor degree was in math. Mm -hmm. And then I went on to uh, do psychology and ended up with a PhD in neuroscience. And our uh, guest speaker will actually be discussing about his uh, change in his life with his program. But then I came back to math and science again, and I'm using everything that I've learned over the different course changes. Yeah. So our uh, next uh, topic, Lindsay, (laughs) and I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. I am concerned about my students' grades. Oh, they might not be, but I'm concerned. (laughs) No, this is... Grades are such a loaded topic. Um, And I know that um, that's how students right now understand success. And as a result of that, supporters, that's how they understand sort of academic successes. Um... Really, a lot of the times, um, students may not, the reality is that their marks may drop. 
Um, so if they're coming in with an incredible, an incredibly high average from high school, that's awesome. And, you know, you should be very proud of that and they should be very proud of the work that they've done. Um, but it does take time to adjust to university level, uh, expectations. So it's not odd for us to see, um, students see their marks drop five, 10, you know, sometimes more, um, percent while they're making an academic and a life transition. Um, and for your students, they might be transitioning from being very accustomed to working in a classroom to working online for the fall. This may be the first time that they're really taking an online um, course. So that's a huge thing to, to bear in mind. Learning online is a very different skill set. Um, I think the best thing that you can advise your students to do, um, number one, remember those things that you know it takes time to adjust that working in an online environment is very different um working with your student to help them set attainable goals for their for their marks uh, during that first couple weeks can be really really helpful uh, and encouraging students to speak with their faculty members so that they're certain that they understand uh, the expectations um, of any given assignment or course is uh, really helpful, especially in that online environment. They might have to go a little bit more out of their way um, to make that connection with the faculty member, but it's invaluable uh, having that perspective. Great. Uh, what about student uh, supporters concerned about their students won't make friends. What do you have to say? <laughs> you know what? Like this one's kind of this one's kind of funny. Um, I, usually, I see I see that in a lot of students too. They come in worried that they're not going to make friends, and I think again, this is going to be an interesting first semester for for a lot of the students. Um, <sighs> I was supposed to keep this one brief, <laughs> but I think it's important that, you know, as students are transitioning into this online environment, making friends potentially, if they aren't joining us on campus, you know, right away or depending on how things look, it's right now it's the end of June. So goodness knows how COVID times will change. <laughs> um, but maybe their only interactions with their, their classmates will be in these online environments. So perhaps rem rem reminding them that their discussion posts is a way for them to start meeting people and um, taking advantage of whatever um, collaborative time there is so that they can start meeting um, their peers and getting to know folks that are in their programs and things like that will be really important. Um, I can't personally imagine transitioning to university at a time like this in this way because I was petrified I wasn't going to have any friends. <laughs> so I think that's just and important. Certainly, I know I know that um, faculty are taking into this taking this into account and yeah. are um, finding ways to create an online community within their course. I think that's true. Now let's move on to our. Let's move on to our final topic here, our final concern. And believe it or not, supporters have this concern. My student will make too many friends. What yeah. do we say about that? I think secretly for a lot of supporters, this is the bigger <laughs> concern that they have. 
Um, and some students are naturally Absolutely. very social. Um, and again, depending on what those first few weeks can look like, um, they might have a rocky relationship with their social lives um, for those first couple weeks. Um, but often um, that gets remedied quickly <laughs> once they realize um, the ramifications of their social decisions. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we're, we're always be, there. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you <laughs> going to finish saying? I think it's just important to remember that, um, someone's taking a shower next to me. <laughs> oh, my. Um, I think it's just important to remember that they are forming those relationships and they're getting used to a new environment and they will potentially have to learn those kind of lessons. Um, but that's, that's okay. And generally speaking, we see them remedy those scenarios pretty quickly. <laughs> okay, so let's move into our next segment uh, about supporting student success. How can you do this as supporters? So in this, in this next segment, we're going to talk about supporting student success. What can you do to support student success? Lindsay, what do you think the number one thing that a supporter can do for their student? I think that, um, I, like we talked in the last section about expecting certain things to happen potentially with grades. Um, I think that the best thing that a supporter can do to uh, be on their student's side, which I think is what supporters want to do anyway, um, I think recognizing strengths and recognizing growth um, is really the best thing that a supporter can do. Um, outside of that, reminding them of the support services that you've been learning about through this podcast and potentially through the different uh, new student orientation activities you've been participating in reminding them of the uh, support services that are available to them if there's things that they can be reaching out to for for more support. Uh, that's why we're giving you this information so that you can provide it um, when you think your student needs it the most. And certainly uh, we can all speak to expressing confidence in students yeah. and uh, your, yourself myself and our guest speaker have done some research into this mm -hmm. and we know that that really facilitates learning and um, gives that student some autonomy to grow as a learner. Absolutely. So now moving, moving on to what happens when there's missteps or mis missteps or failures because they're inevitable when you're entering university. And it's important for uh, students to know that when this happens, what they can do. And mm -hmm. certainly in my role as a math and science coordinator, uh, students have to generally partake in at least one math or science in mm -hmm. any program, for example, English, history, whatever. Yeah. And I see these students come in, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay... I know that you uh, do a session entitled Bouncing Back from Failure. What are uh, your recommendations for this? Indeed, one might say that Bouncing Back from Failure will be the title of my, <laughs> my autobiography. <laughs> Not based on true experiences. 
Um, I think for, for bouncing back from failure, what we talk about with students is Yes, like we we look at the the grade, that's usually where students' eyes pop to first, but where I'm trying to encourage students to look and where I'm trying to get students to sort of center their focus really is around the feedback and the things that they've learned. So faculty will, on any assignment, maybe it's a math assignment, and Veronica sees the feedback on those, and I'll see students for writing-related concerns or other kind of issues. Um, if we look at the, the feedback, you'll often see that there is emphasis on, like, I really liked this point, um, or this was a good idea, nice try. Like, there often is these, these pockets of positive where the student can grow from there, um, and maybe put less emphasis on that, that negative side while they're trying to figure out how to move forward. Um, I think really reminding them of that, like, okay, look, to, look at the assignment, look to the feedback, what are the good things and where are the areas that the faculty member maybe had a concern or where can you grow? Okay. So in our final segment, we are going to have our guest speaker. We're going to talk about what are some of these supports that you can recommend for your students if a misstep happens. So we just talked about when a student experiences a misstep while at university and a supporter's role in facilitating bouncing back from failure, which we're actually doing in our podcast today because we couldn't record sound the first time. <laughs> this final segment, we're going to discuss our role here at Nipissing University in these types of situations. So what is our role at Nipissing University? Lindsay, can you tell us when it's appropriate for supporters to encourage students to seek campus support? Absolutely. Um... And thank you for not completely throwing me under the bus for our failure. <laughs> but I appreciate your support. Um, I think it's really important that supporters remember just sort of a couple things. Um, number one, we recognize that you know your student best. You are going to be able to know when um, that best moment is for them to uh, receive support. And that's why we're giving you this information um, through this podcast and through NSO so that you have the information when it's ready for your student. Um, but we also know that through um, student development theory and how students learn and grow that it's okay for them to maybe experience a little bit of challenge and uh, before that accompanying support comes in. So we want to have that right ratio of challenge and um, support. Um, but here to talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> is uh, a special guest, uh, an extra special guest, who has made a second amount of time for us <laughs> this week. Um, we have Dr. Uh, Casey Phillips. He is the Assistant Vice President of Students uh, and the big boss in uh, Student Development Services at Nipissing University. So Dr. Phillips, thank you so much for your time. You can't see this, but he's raising the roof right now. That happened. Um, <laughs> walking behind his door there. <laughs> uh, so Dr. Phillips, thank you so much for your time today. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, can you tell us a little bit about Student Development Services or SDS? Sure, thank you very much. And thank you for the uh, repeat appearance. It is um, 
such uh, an illustrious and uh, you know just the global following that you've created with this this podcast is fantastic. Um, so yes, as I mentioned, um, I have the wonderful opportunity to uh, work with an amazing team of staff in what we call student development and services. And so. Uh, Student Development Services is really a collection of services at Nipissing University that engages our students at the university in a holistic and really individualized learning uh, experience for them. Uh, we put together a dynamic network of services that really are meant to help service students um, achieve personal and academic excellence. Um, so we have a broad suite of services um, that are located across the university. And so um, everything from our student learning and transitions team, which is where our uh, two wonderful podcast uh, hosts are from. Um, we have a team in there that works on everything from our new student orientation and our Lakers orientation, which are really the programs that really help set students up for that transition to university and making sure that you as supporters, as well as all of our students have information to help them uh, feel prepared for that transition to university. Obviously understanding that this is a unique experience every year, but this year it's even more paramount. Um, and so we're our best to make sure you're aware of everything that we do. Um, and I think that uh, the best piece of advice that I can offer at this point is that if you take nothing away from anything else I say today, is just remember the acronym SDS. Mm -hmm. SDS at nipsingu.ca or nipsingu.ca slash SDS mm -hmm. and use those because if you have a question or if you want to refer your, your student or your learner somewhere, those are the places to go. So if you take nothing away from anything else I say today, that's what I hope you take away. Mm -hmm. um, so within our student learning and transition scenes, as I mentioned, the transition component is our new student orientation and our Lakers orientation. Um, and then on the student learning side, uh, we have a wonderful team of uh, coordinators who can provide academic skills programming. Uh, they provide that one-on-one -on -one opportunity um, on the academic side to support them in math and science, as well as through uh, writing and life skills, and really put to pull together a holistic uh, level of support for um, all of our students, whether you're a return transfer student and offering uh, support uh, for, for all of our students, um, and offering peer mentorship opportunities and a record of student development. Um, across the hall, if we're on a physical campus, we have our um, uh, suite of services offered within our B210 office, which is uh, comprised of our student counseling services area, our student accessibility services area, student intervention and support, our international initiatives office, our sexual violence education and court, uh, education coordinator, um, as well as our NU success and our experiential learning uh, for arts and science students. And all of these services are available to all students at the university. So I'm going to start with our counseling services area uh, because, um, again, this is a uh, program that's available for every student at the university. And we provide a suite of uh, short-term, both individual and group therapy options that are really designed to be effective, evidence-based and professional services for students. We are not a treatment facility but we do offer an endeavor to provide um, all the supports we can to help students be successful um, in their academic and personal lives. We also offer educational programming, so something like uh, mental health through state training or safe talk or straight talk, um, 
opportunities for students to get uh, training in and certificate programs that would allow them to use that in future um, careers or um, in, in their, their regular uh, life experiences. Our Student Accessibility Services team um, is here to help any student, whether you're a full or part-time student, who uh, might have a diagnosis of a permanent or a temporary disability. And the team here will work on individualized academic accommodations that really help support uh, the student in understanding what they're eligible for uh, when it comes to um, academic accommodations within the classroom, as well as any funding that's available through, our bur through the bursary for students with disabilities, and making sure that uh, we work with students <clears throat> to provide a productive um, and rewarding experience for any student who uh, may need some assistance in getting their accommodations in place. Uh, we also offer um, uh, the opportunity to work with our testing center. So if you require alternative testing means or you have uh, technology uh, related uh, needs, we have an academic, uh, we have uh, a technician who will work with all students to make sure that they have uh, the proper technology in place and know how to use it and provide training so they can be successful within the classroom. Um, we also have um, a sexual violence prevention and education coordinator, and this staff member works uh, with students and the entire campus and works to fulfill Nipsing University's commitment in creating and maintaining a safe environment for all students. Um, we do provide services for survivors of sexual violence or gender-based violence on campus and helping them understand what the services are both available on campus on and off campus and provide assistance in arranging any academic accommodations and helping them to understand what reporting options uh, are available to them um, and making any sort of uh, referrals out to particular services um, at the university. So again, we, we do whatever we can to help and educate students um, as well as providing support to any student who might be looking for, for support, whether an incident happens here in North Bay or it's a long-standing uh, historical incident they're looking for support for, uh, we make sure that we have support available to, for those students. Uh, within our office, we also have a student intervention specialist. And a student intervention specialist, at their core, provides case management support to students who have more complex concerns. And these are primarily mental health or maybe minor conduct issues. Um, and the CIS is also a, a resource for faculty and staff and provides education and awareness training um, on how to recognize, respond, and refer students when they are in distress. And so the, the CIS will work with students who um, maybe have more complex mental health cases and are looking to connect them with all of the services within the North Bay and the Nipissing University community to make sure that they are getting the supports that they need, um, whether they're uh, from North Bay or not, we'll also work in uh, providing supports on uh, what they might look like in a home community uh, away from North Bay. Our International Initiatives Office, uh, this is uh, an area that looks at providing engaging opportunities for students who are looking at maybe going on an international uh, exchange with one of our partners overseas or within uh, the US, and it's an opportunity to internationalize your degree and spend some time traveling around the world and getting uh, an international component to your, uh, your degree. Um, for students who might not have the opportunity to go abroad, we do offer opportunities to get involved here on campus um, and providing mentorship to students who might be coming to study here in Nipissing. Now, obviously, understanding that through COVID and the current pandemic, 
this is looking a little differently, um, but it is something to consider for your future years um, as we look to continue to offer those exchange abroad opportunities for students. Um, experiential learning for arts and science is one of the other programs that we offer through uh, Student Development Services. And so this is an opportunity to get engaged in an experiential learning opportunity with one of the members of the North Bay Chamber of Commerce. And it's an opportunity to learn more about a workplace initiative um, and to get some of that uh, on the hand, uh, hands-on uh, experience that will really help round out your uh, learning at Nipissing University. And so this uh, program specifically looks at those academic disciplines that don't typically have the opportunity to embed an experiential learning opportunity into their program. Mm -hmm. And so this is uh, a program for arts and science students um, who typically would not have that experience. And we will match you up with members of the Chamber of Commerce who are looking for uh, that experiential learning uh, component in their workplace. And the final part I'll talk about within B210 um, talks about student retention and our end success programming. And the, the one that's really the standout program that you've probably heard about is the Nipsing Promise. And the Nipsing Promise is really, uh, shows our confidence at the university in the academic experience as well as the student life experience that you will have when you're at Nipsing. And we are so confident in the experience that you will have with us that by participating, participating in the NU Promise, that if you, um, after six months after graduating, you can't find a job in your field, we will invite you back for a year's tuition-free of courses at the university. Um, and again, this is because we know that our students upon graduating are successful in getting careers um, because of the experiences that they have at Nipissing. Thanks to our wonderful faculty and amazing courses and the amazing student experiences that you will have at Nipissing, um, we know that you will be successful. The two other areas that I will touch upon briefly within SDS um, is our residence life um, and our athletics department. So within our residence life, uh, we have award-winning student accommodations and residence life programming. So we understand living away from home, maybe for the first time, can really um, be an anxious opportunity. And so we really have um, prided ourselves, prided? Um, we pride ourselves on um, developing a <laughs> holistic experience for students that really make sure that we cater to ensuring that they feel comfortable in their new home away from home. Um, and so much so that students decide to stay with us year after year because they have such a wonderful time uh, living in residence. And of course, we know this will be a little bit different this year with, with COVID. Um, so we are looking forward to, um, you know, providing that transition to university so that you can still have an on-campus experience while we're still working with the local public health unit to make sure that we are um, addressing public health concerns when it comes to social distancing and what that'll look like in a residence environment. The last place I'll talk about is our uh, Robert J. Searchy Student Athletic Center and our uh, opportunity to become involved on the athletics component. So we do have 12 uh, varsity teams at the university that compete uh, across um, uh, various sports disciplines and it's a great opportunity to become involved and learn more about and support our Lakers uh, on the field of competition. This, of course, will also look a little bit differently this year as uh, the OUA has suspended uh, competition through the fall semester. However, we're very excited and looking forward to what that'll look like come the winter semester. Um, but we are excited that, uh, to be able to open the searching center um, if all works out well with the public health unit, that it will be up and running and students will have the opportunity to engage 
in all of the regular um, programming, such as intramurals and recreational programming, whether it's going to a Zumba class um, or going to work on one of our cardio machines, uh, then making sure that those will all be up and running come uh, the fall so that you still have that opportunity to engage in a uh, campus life experience while at the same time meeting all the requirements under public health. Um, and so I think that those are sort of that, that high level look at what we offer within student development services. Again, I'm very lucky to work with a team of dedicated professionals um, who really are engaged um, with our students. And I think it speaks to uh, really the uh, awards and the accolades that we have received um, through various surveys um, because of the fact that our team is very dedicated and really takes that personal interest in each and every one of our students um, at the university. Thank you, Casey. Um... If I was going to ask you to, you touched on how our services are going to look like a little bit in the virtual world. Is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, our services when we're transitioning virtually for at least a semester coming up? Definitely. And I think one of the things that has, allowed, has worked out really well for us is that um, we were able to really transition a lot of our services very quickly. Um, when we had to um, move off campus. And so for the past four months uh, since we've moved off campus, we have continued to provide uh, a significant, if not all, of our services through um, virtual means or alternative means to make sure that our students are still receiving the support that they need, although they might be at a distance. And I think that's the biggest thing to understand is that while our students may be at a distance for um, part of this first semester, um, we are still here to support you. So all of our services are still available um, and we continue to, to meet the needs of the students as best we can. Um, and again, if there's any questions, comments or concerns, always reach out to SDS at nipsingu.ca and that's sort of that hub. We will connect with anyone we can. That being said, it is my hope and I have my fingers crossed um, we continue to work with our local public health unit, and so although learning may be online for the first semester, um, it is my hope that we will actually be on campus in the fall, that we will have a residence life uh, program that will be up and running, that we will have the SIRTI Center and all of our um, athletic endeavors up and running, and that all the services offered through B210 and our uh, B209 uh, friends and family will be up and running and that students will be able to come on campus and engage with our staff. May look a little bit differently with a couple extra signs and a couple extra uh, barriers up here and there, but we are very excited to be able to offer those services. So Lindsay, why don't you close us out yeah. and unmute your mic. Sorry, I had a, <laughs> I almost lost it there for a second. <laughs> So uh, thank you so much, um, Casey, for your time. Um, I, I know that the supporters will really value the information that you're that you've given them today, and uh, we look forward to welcoming them and their students to the Laker community. Um, any final words? Yes, if I could. Absolutely. Um, I, just wanna, I, ju I just want to offer um, a super huge thank you and welcome. Um, so to all of our supporters out there, uh, welcome to the Lakers community. You are as much a member of this Lakers community as your student and your, your learner is, and you play a significant role in making sure that, or in, in ensuring their, their success while they're at the university. 
and I can't thank you enough for uh, supporting them in uh, their decision to come to Nipissing. Uh, I can imagine you're going through a lot and through um, NSO, I hope that you're gaining some valuable information about the university um, and how we are here as partners in this endeavor uh, to make sure that your student is supported and that they will be successful when they come here. Um, so always remember nipsingu.ca slash SDS or SDS at nipsingu.ca and we'll be here. The, the final piece of advice that I, I might uh, just push out there that I'm sure you're going to hear uh, many times throughout uh, the NSO experience, but also through, through Nipsing University, um, is that we're here to support them. Um, but, you know, mistakes might happen. Mm -hmm. And there's always learning and experiences, um, and it's reaching out for that, that success. The, sorry, that support, they'll gain the success. Um, I challenge you um, to encourage your students to try new things. Uh, to take a course that's outside of their area of, of, of maybe study that they were thinking of um, and that you know what they might change programs every once in a while and that's okay um, they might come in thinking they're going to uh, be one major one day and you know come back to you and say hey I'm going to switch majors that's okay honestly I started off as a neuroscience major thinking I was going to become a neurosurgeon now I work at a university as an AVP. I it, it did end up getting my doctoral degree, but definitely not where I thought it was going to be or where I started out. And I think I turned out okay. Um, so it's okay if you if, if through mistakes we learn from it, as long as we're reaching out for support and know that we are here at Nipissing in SDS um, through our faculty, our staff, everyone at the university to support um, and to ensure that success. So challenge, try new things, and thank you for listening to me. Thanks. Thank you, Casey. Thanks for your time. Well, in our next segment, we'll be closing out this episode. And uh, thanks so much again for your time, Casey. It's my pleasure. Well, that's all we've got for, for now, supporters. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of A New Way of Supporting. Remember... This is just another chapter in your story with your student and it can be exciting. There will be its ups, its downs, its laughter and tears just like every other chapter, but this is a new and exciting one and we're just so happy to uh, be involved in it in some way. Enjoy looking ahead together to all that the future holds. Goodbye, supporters. Thank you.